Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Radio Mike and this is the inside of my mind. Hello, hello, how are you? My name is Radio Mike, as I said in the title before, and this is the inside of my mind, also something I said in the title before. So far, this whole podcast has just been me repeating stuff that I already said in the title. I am Radio Mike, again, that's the third time I've said that, Australia's most lovable nerd, and this is my podcast, a podcast about me, Radio Mike, the guy from the title of the podcast, and all the stuff that I like to think about, all the stupid stuff and all the crazy, wacky things I get up to in my day-to-day life, my week-to-week life, I guess, as a radio and podcast producer from Melbourne, Australia, and wannabe comedian of sorts, I suppose. Hope you're well. I'm doing okay. I always <laughs> I always feel like a... um. A Triple J announcer when I say I hope you well at the top like I feel like all Triple J announcers are like hey it's Radio Mike on Triple J hope you're good uh, next we're going to hear from uh, Chet Faker he's got a brand new song out so we're going to spin that now it's Triple J anyway that's my Triple J impression I, I can you tell I'm really tired because I really 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 am and uh, I've just been working so much and I'm just again I'm feeling like I'm a bit swamped at the moment so I'm doing my best to try and keep up with everything um but I think I'm just starting to get to a point where like I don't ever want to stop doing this podcast because I just have so much fun doing it and engaging with you guys the radio family the community of listeners around this podcast um So yeah, I just like, that's something really positive I've been thinking lately about how much I love doing this and how much I, yeah, really like engaging with this show. So I never want to drop this in favor of something else. So I'm just thinking of, still always thinking of ways I can manage my time better, uh, particularly because uh, I'm very time poor at the moment and I feel like I'm literally just going from job to job and then going to sleep, maybe watching like a little bit of TV, like one episode of a TV show in the midst of all this, uh, but just always feeling really tired, always wanting to go to sleep right now, and then just not having time to, like, cook well or eat healthy. And then, yeah, I'm always just still thinking about, like, how being really busy has so many repercussions in terms of, like, your mental health and your physical health. And, you know, if you're always working yeah, maybe you're making money, but you're not necessarily taking care of yourself as well as you should be. And yeah, these are all questions circling in my mind at the moment as someone in their mid-20s who's always been really career-driven and finds it very hard to say no to opportunities and finds it very hard to stop doing things. Not that I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. I just feel like I'm always really tired. But hey, I'm working on it. A new thing we started on the show last week is that if you are listening to this podcast right now, whenever you are listening to it, whether it's now or like 20 years in the future or five days from now, or even in the past, if you have a time machine, you've gone back, do a 360 spin right now. Just look around you. And if in the mere coincidence, I happen to be in your exact vicinity right now while you're listening to specifically this come up to me and say Mike I just won the podcast because if you do that you win the podcast the podcast is over 
this podcast, it never was supposed to be this, but I've decided last week, if you happen to be listening to this in the vicinity of me and you see me and you come up to me while you're listening to it, you win the podcast and the podcast ends forever. So I guess in some ways we hope that never happens. We hope no one does win the podcast, but do your 360 now. If I'm there, proclaim yourself to me and, and win the podcast. I hope someone wins soon. Well, not really, but for your sake, I hope someone wins soon because it would be really fun to win. One thing we were talking about last week, and uh, if you are new to the show, uh, you are automatically inducted to the radio family, which is, again, the cohort of listeners who like and listen to this podcast. Welcome to the radio family, whoever you are, and thank you for listening. Uh, during this show, every contribution to the show earns you mic points. Mic points are the currency of the show. They are not exchangeable for any good or service outside of the show. The only thing they are exchangeable for is to become a radio superstar, a higher tiered member of the show. Currently, there are, I've lost count, I think there are seven radio superstars. For example, radio superstar Pat, radio superstar Sophie, uh, they were the first two, so they always spring to my mind the most, but all radio superstars are equal in the eyes of Mike, and they are a superior member of the show. Once you have 300 Mike points, you can exchange them to become one, and there is a challenge that you have to undertake to become a radio superstar. Now, currently, radio DJ Marky Mark, he's the official DJ of the show, and welcome to the radio family, radio DJ Marky Mark. Uh, he has 300 my points, and he wants to exchange them to become a radio superstar. And there is a new challenge that he himself has suggested, he sort of suggested, I've tweaked it a little bit because there are a lot of suggestions. Uh, there is a group chat on Facebook that is exclusively for radio superstars. It's called the Quorum of Radio Superstars and several ideas popped up in there. Uh, for example, Radio Superstar Zach, and welcome again to the radio family, he says, for those who have listened to the most recent episode, the test for the new radio superstar should be they have to beat a current radio superstar in a quiz about the podcast. Now, initially, I thought that was a very good idea, but then I did think that that would take a very long time to organise and I couldn't really be bothered doing that because, again, I'm very time poor. Uh, radio superstar Bailey had a twist on it that everyone should think of a special skill or topic that they think they are good at and the com- and the uh, the challenging radio superstar can take on whoever they want that has a skill that they think they can beat. Again, uh, all very cool, but I thought all of this would be very hard, but thank you so much for uh, sending in your ideas, radio superstars. It was actually DJ Marky Mark who suggested this and this kind of detours into another topic that I want to talk about on the show. So I'm going to try and meld these two. Essentially, on this show, we are searching for the official Damien of the show. Essentially, we are looking for the show's first Damien. Why are we doing that? I'm not sure. Basically, there is a Discord for this podcast where a lot of the radio family hang out. There is a thread. There are lots of threads in the Discord. Basically, Discord is a group chat app with multiple different threads you can chat in. Uh, and one of the threads is the My Name is Damien thread. No one is allowed to post in that thread unless their name is Damien. And currently, this show is Damienless. We are searching for the official Damien of the show, and they are going to join the Discord. Once we find them, they're going to join the Discord and get into the My Name is Damien thread and fill it with incredible content. That's what we want. That's what we want to do with the My Name is Damien thread. And that's why this podcast is in a search 
before the official Damien of the show. Radio Sir Wah, uh, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Sir Wah. He's posted a message to me uh, during the week. He says, hey, does Damon count? My roommate's name is Damon. Does that count? And I basically, I think it's pretty obvious, Damon and Damien are very different names. So no, your friend Damon cannot be the official Damien of the podcast. So this week in the Discord, we were joined quite quite uh, very quickly and very unexpectedly by a man calling himself Damien1993. And we all celebrated in the Discord because we genuinely believed that we had found the official Damien of the show. We thought he had, he had heard the word that we were looking for the official Damien of the show and we thought he had joined because of that. After a lot of investigating, including him posting an ID, uh, his university ID, on a screen, a digital ID, a lot of people in the Radio Family Discord have deduced that this may definitely be a fake Damien, a fakian. We may have a fakian on our hands. Not many people are believing that the ID is real. There's a few interesting things. The email isn't posted. Uh, the, the email looks like it has a typo in it. It looks like he's edited the web page that he's taken a photo of. That's what most of us think. And uh, yeah, we're all pretty skeptical that there's a lot of fakians maybe out there that are trying to do a fake Damien on us. And we really don't like that. After he was called out for being a fakian, Damien1993 has been suspiciously quiet. That's all I can say. Suspiciously quiet. And until he can prove that he is a Damien, not a fakian, he will not be the official Damien of the show. And the search continues. Now, how does this tie back into being a radio superstar? The new challenge to become a radio superstar is, and, and this starts from now, DJ Marky Mark, you now have a three-week window in which I will call you from a private number at an un, unknown point in time, and you must answer with, hello, my name is Damien, Damien Manamian. You have to say that. Hello, my name is Damien, Damien Manamian. And this is just the reason I'm making you guys say that to become a radio superstar is I think having such high-tiered members of the radio family saying, my name are Damien, Damien, my name it's really going to reinforce the message to Damien's out there that we are searching for an official Damien of the show. So that's your challenge, DJ Marky Mark. And the, obviously, obviously the challenge is you're going to have to pretty much say that to every single incoming call because you won't know if it's me or not. So you might end up getting a call from your doctor who's, you know, ready to give you your COVID-19 results and you answer the phone with, my name is Damien, Damien, my name That's the challenge. So you really have to commit to it. Good luck, DJ Marky Mark. I hope you become the next radio superstar and the first radio superstar of 2020. A number of weeks ago on the show, I discovered a brand new term after seeing it in an article. The term was a fatberg. And, uh, well, instead of me explaining what I said, I'll just do a little bit of a flashback. Here's essentially what I said about fatbergs. There was a news story online, and I'm going to read out the exact headline to you. Massive 42-ton fatberg 
discovered in a Melbourne drain after toilet paper shortage. Hold up. I just want to rewind for a sec. Massive 42-ton fatberg discovered in a Melbourne drain after toilet paper shortage. A fatberg. I'm sorry, guys. Did I fall asleep for 100 years and miss a crucial English word? Because I have never in my life heard the term fatberg. Fatberg sounds like a name you call one of the chubbier kids in year eight because you're a mean year nine student. If I could rewind time to any point in history, it would be to the day someone named a Fatberg a Fatberg. Otherwise, I'd probably go back in time to kill Hitler, I guess. And that was from a clip of 20th Century Boy. If you want to see some clips, some video clips of 20th Century Boy, head to my Instagram page, radio.mic. Uh, check those out and uh, give them a like. There's a fair few up there. I try to put one one up every week from the episode. So yeah, go and check that one out. After I tried to figure out what a fatberg was and I still couldn't particularly figure it out, I got a great message on the official phone number of the show. 1-800-GET-FUCKED. 1-800-G-E-T-F-K-D. 1-800-438-353. We should get a little jingle made up for that. Submit your jingles. I'll choose the best one. Now, here's the voice message that was left from a wonderful listener of the show. Hey, Mike. Uh, It is Radio Lily. First time caller, long time listener. Just caught up with the latest episodes of the podcast. Currently listening to the one from the 30th of April when you discuss the Fatberg situation. Um, I work in wastewater treatment, so I treat all the shit that comes through the sewers. Uh, Fatbergs are quite common, um, not usually that big, but I've known about them for about three years now. Uh, You got any questions? Either give me a call or find me on some social. I'll get in contact and we can have a chat on what they actually are and give me some more information on them. Get fucked. Now, I think it's great. Lily has clearly listened to the show and thought, snap, this is my area of expertise this is why I should call the number and you're welcome to call the number and get involved with the show anytime. And I thought it would be a waste to not get Lily on the show to clarify and just to give her personal experience with Fatbergs. So Lily joins me on the line now. Radio Lily, welcome to the Radio Family and welcome to the show. Hey Radio Mike, thanks for having me. So I guess you are officially the, like, Fatberg expert of the show as of now. You could say that. Had a little bit of experience with them myself. And listeners would have heard the voice message you left a few weeks ago. Uh, so what do you, what is your actual job? Um, so I actually work at the moment in dam management, but previously had a lot of experience doing uh, domestic and industrial wastewater treatment. So okay. treating all the shit that comes down the sewers. So, and literally shit, right? Yeah, literally, yeah. Okay, so all I want to know in as much detail as you can is what is a fatberg? Because I still don't really get it. So basically a fatberg is a giant congealed mass of baby wipes, uh, sanitary products and fats that get down, uh, flush into the sewer. It binds all together in a giant clump. The fat solidifies, so it goes from runny to hard and just blocks everything up. So everything that everyone flushes down the toilet gets stuck. We get bath mats involved in it. We get underwear, condoms, everything. So people try to flush bath mats down toilets. 
I've pulled out a bath mat out of one of our treatment processes, yes. Oh, so you... Not like a little one, a big boy one, yeah. So you've actually, you have seen a fatberg in the flesh? Yes, I've actually had to unblock a fatberg in the flesh, yes. Wow, and like so... And I tell you, the smell is worse than anything you could imagine. Describe the smell. Um, imagine leaving a like milk container outside on a 40 degree prime Melbourne summer's day yep. for about a week and then come back and smell that real sour right. smell. It's, yeah, definitely not good. And I know you're not like a, you're not like a language professor, but do you have any idea on the origin of the term fatberg? Honestly, I find it as hilarious as you originally did when I last listened to that episode. The word fatberg just blows my mind. Like, who even <laughs> described that? But I think it would come from the, like, congealed, like, oils and fats that get put down the sewers uh, illegally, might but, I say. But when you say fat, like, do you mean that people are actually flushing fat? Like what? Like animal fat or something? Um, so like your cooking oil, when you do like deep fryers and stuff, it's right. meant to go into landfill, but people just pour it down the sink. Oh, so like even at like say McDonald's, not saying they do it, but like when they finish, when they clean the deep fryers, they might just tip all the oil down the sink. Yeah. So exactly like that, like clean out the deep fryers. Um, also like with abattoirs and stuff, the wastewater um, has a lot of high fat content. And we have a special process for abattoirs, but sometimes they can reroute it and just dump it straight into the sewer. So you get a lot of issues in those kind of environments as well because of the large content of fat that goes into the liquids. Okay, well, this has been really eye-opening. To finish up, what is the biggest fatberg you have ever seen? Um, I think it would have been the pipe size was about 500 mil, so 50 centimetres round. So it wasn't extremely big. But I think we ended up getting out the fatberg, and it might have been maybe about eight or nine kilos. Mm. And but yeah, it was quite big once you destruct it all. And what happens to the fatberg? Like, do you just break it down so it can flow through the sewer? Um, so we try, we use something that's a bit like a rake or like a large fishing hook. Yep. And you basically just attach it out and pull it out, and then it just gets uh, carted off to landfill. Wow. Because that's where it should be in the landfill, not in, not in the waters. Well, there you go, everyone. Don't flush your bath mats to avoid fatbergs in the future. Thank you very much for joining the show, Lily. No worries. Thanks for that, Mike. All right. And and I guess we shouldn't call you, like, fatberg Lily to, like, to like uh, as in describe you as the fatberg expert. That would not be a good name, right? Um, I honestly kind of vibe with it, to be honest. Okay. So we can call you fatberg Lily? That's, like... Like, it, only in the term that you're, like, an, a Fatberg expert? Uh, either way, honestly. A little bit of a quirky name. Not as good as um Professor Cheese. Yeah, Professor Cheese is better, yeah. But we could call you Professor Lily. That's a very high jump up from my um current job title. Probably the <laughs> highest professor that I'll ever get. Yeah, well, you can be the professor, one of the professors of the show. A professor in Fatburgery. No worries. Okay, thank you so much. (laughs) No worries. Thanks, Mike. And there you go, guys. So that's pretty much everything you need to know about Fatbergs confirmed for us. Uh, From a Fatberg expert, Professor Lily is her new name. And it's very rare that you get a name on this show other than radio your name. Most people, you know, you're just everyday members of the radio family. 
uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, Radio Whitey, for example, he's been a long-term contributor to the show. Radio Whitey, just an everyday member of the show. Uh, and then obviously there's the radio superstars. Uh, there are a few other exceptions. There is Rhyme Cop Brody. Brody is in charge of ensuring all songs in the world uh, adhere to strict rhyming formulas. Uh, so thank you for your service, Rhyme Cop Brody. There's also High Donated Disappointment Judman. And High Donated Disappointment Judman was the highest donator to a fundraiser we did on the show, but he also did a series of disappointing things across the 2019 season of the show. So he is now known as High Donated Disappointment Judman. And obviously, uh, yeah, now we've got Professor Lily to add to that as well. So welcome to the abnormally named radio family members, Professor Lily. It's great to have you on board, that. Okay, there's been a lot of guessing and uh, mucking around with this next segment that we started last week, and this segment is called this. Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. The way this game works is I choose a song lyric, a well-known song lyric from a very popular song, spit it into Google Translate, and translate it across multiple languages with multiple alphabets. Uh, about 20 times and then spit it back into English and see what comes out. Last week, we ended up with this translation from Google after I input the song lyric. Here it is. You hit someone and you hit him on the head. My inbox is turned off. The mother's life begins. And a lot of people have been racking their brains trying to figure out what it might be. There have been a lot of suggestions for what people believe the song is. The best way to play this game is to just... Well, you can just send me a message or send a voicemail. That's the preferred way. If you want to have a guess, just send me a message. That would be great. It would also be good if you explained your reasoning behind it rather than just having like a stab in the dark. Uh, because then I can actually talk about it contextually on the show. A few guesses came in. One came in from Radio Kingdom Lazar, who says, I thought it was the song Kiss With A Fist by Florence and the Machine immediately with You Hit Me Once I Hit You Back, which is a lyric from that song. I'll try and put some audio of it here. You hit me once I hit you back You gave a kick, I gave a slap You smashed a plate over my head Then I said fire to our bed Then I thought it could be Maxwell's Silver Hammer by the Beatles, but that was also a ridiculous guess. And I'm assuming he's going with the um, Bang Bang Maxwell's Silver Hammer. I'll put the lyrics in here. Bang Bang Maxwell's Silver Hammer came down upon Both of those are incorrect, but thank you for guessing Kingdom Lazar. Uh, Radio Whitey, who I mentioned before, and welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Whitey, he says, I started toying with You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi, but he didn't think that worked, and I will say that is also incorrect. However, what I will say is that the person who got it correct, and one person did get it spot on correct, they were the first person to submit it. So the first person to submit an answer got it correct straight away, which does make me think this is an achievable game, that we will get correct answers if people put their mind to it. Two people submitted voice message to 1-800-GET-FUCK. I outlining the answer they thought was correct. One of these two is right. Here's the first one. This one comes in from Radio Gannonbord. Hi, Mike. This is Radio Gannonbord. Um, 
Uh, I already forgot what you called. Oh, wait, no, I remember. Lost in Translation. Um, uh, I thought it was All the Small Things by uh, Blink-182. Um, if not, I guess, uh, fuck you. And it's a good guess. And remember, one of these two is right. His was All the Small Things Blink-182. Doesn't really give any indication as to why he thinks that, uh, but uh, that's his submission. The next one came in from Radio Alex Sky. This is his submission. G'day, Mike. Radio Alex Sky. Uh, I heard the Lost in Translation segment on this week's podcast, and I thought the answer might have been the line from Bohemian Rhapsody being, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama life had just begun. That was basically just suggested by the mention of a mother's life at the end of the translation and some mention of heads. Although it does look like he made sure these lyrics were pretty munted with Google Translate, so I could be wrong, but that's my guess. Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen, a classic song. Funnily enough, both of those songs were the first songs I thought of for this game. And the correct answer is the lyric that I originally put in to Google Translate that ended up spitting out, you hit someone and you hit him on the head. My inbox is turned off. The mother's life begins. Was this lyric. You hit someone and you hit him on the head. My inbox is turned off. The mother's life begins. Massive congratulations to Radio Alex Sky, who can take an 100 mic points for that, because I do think that was really hard. But he essentially got it exactly correct. I, I think he got it pretty much spot on, exactly what it was. Uh, so, yeah, it was somehow Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my... I think Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, ended up being you hit someone and you hit him on the head, and then pulled my trigger, now he's dead became my inbox is turned off, which was definitely the most radical shift. And then Mama Life Had Just Begun became The Mother's Life Begins, which was definitely, I think, the giveaway of all of it. So massive congratulations to Radio Alex Sky. If you didn't have a crack, definitely have a crack. Just send in a submission via an Instagram DM, an email, whatever you want to do. Here is this week's one. And I always give some contextual clues to help it out. So I will say that this artist is a very old artist. Uh, they are still alive, I believe, uh, but I will say that they no longer are particularly in any sort of public light. But at one point, probably before you were born and before I was born, they were one of the biggest artists in the world. Uh, and it's a solo act. So let's spit the lyric in to Google and Google initiate the protocol initiating translation process protocol 22% complete 50% complete 77% complete 100% complete translation result is do i feel it not just at home he does not recognize us as standing stones there you go, guys. That is the Lost in Translation for you to think about this week. For next week, I'll say it again. Do I feel it? Not just at home. He does not recognize us as standing stones. 
Now, more clues. I will say everybody knows everybody knows this song and everybody will know like everybody knows that this song exists. It is a very famous song. There is one word again similar to last week. I think there is one word here that really stands out as the word that has lasted the translation most of all. I do think this is achievable. Uh, just have a think. Have a think. If you need more clues, send me a message. Uh, and thus ends another edition of Lost in Translation. One of the biggest news stories that's been around uh, the world at the moment is the social and political debate around uh Content that is potentially culturally uh, insensitive in 2020 in comparison to when it was made uh, being removed from streaming services such as Netflix. You all know what it is. You all know the shows. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail on that because I don't need to. Uh, Because I've actually taken on a sponsor for the podcast this week and uh, we're really grateful to have them. It's a brand new uh, streaming service that's uh, launched in Australia and worldwide as well. But uh, obviously I'm working with the Australian head office and uh, I think they've got a really good angle. I think they've got a great angle that's going to sell. It's going to make you swap. I think you're immediately going to swap to this service from Netflix or whatever you use. And uh, it's called NoFlix. Here's the ad. Are you sick of being offended by everything you see on Netflix? No. Are you looking for a totally safe television streaming service that takes measures to ensure you never feel offended by anything? No. Then look no further. Hi, I'm Damien Justice, co-founder and CEO of NoFlix, a brand new streaming service that has only one guarantee. None of our content will ever offend anyone. Well, how do you achieve that? Now you might be thinking, how do we achieve that? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. The best part about NoFlix is that there's no content. And by having no content, we're able to offer our customers a guarantee that nothing on the service will ever or could ever offend them. Well, what about shows like Friends? That wasn't offensive. That was one of the most popular TV shows from the 90s. Can't you have that on it? Well, Friends is actually very offensive in many ways. It contains homophobic and transphobic content and no one should ever watch it again. Well, what about the Pokemon anime? I used to love that show when I was a kid. Actually, Pokemon is really offensive too. It promotes animal cruelty and cockfighting. You won't find anything offensive like that on Noflix. Is there Harry Potter? Um, get fucked. JK Rowling is cancelled. You won't find any of her offensive content on our platform. But hang on a second. Don't you think having a streaming service with no content kind of defeats the purpose? Like, surely if you pick any television show or movie from the past where there were different social standards and understandings of what was okay and what wasn't, you'd be able to find things offensive about all of them. Don't you think we'd be better off keeping those things in the public sphere so that people can watch them and understand that they existed in a period of time when the thing that's considered offensive in them may not have been considered offensive then? You know, like... 
people are intelligent enough to understand that things that were acceptable in the past might not be as acceptable now? Plus, are we now just not allowed to watch any content that's been made by anyone who said something even slightly offensive in the past? I mean, maybe JK Rowling's comments aren't great, but does that really mean we're not allowed to like Harry Potter anymore? Because that seems pretty fucked. No, it doesn't. Noflix, a brand new streaming service that will never have any content and will never leave you offended. Wow, that sounds great. Shut up, dickhead. (laughs) So go and sign up to Noflix today. I am sure you will love it. And those are my thoughts on on the situation because I know people will probably ask me. Those are my thoughts, I guess. I always say in my mind that, like, I was raised Catholic, but there are probably only two... There are, you know, and as critical as I am about religion, there are probably two things in the Bible that have always really stood out to me. The first one is the golden rule of most religions, which is do unto others as you would like done to you, which I try to do. And the other one, I couldn't tell you where it's from, uh, is, is the thing about he who is without sin should cast the first stone, right? Essentially... Feel free to call people out, but remember that you've probably done shit stuff in your past as well. I just feel like so many people on Twitter especially just think that they are like, I don't know, they think they're like these pariahs who do who have done nothing wrong in their lives, so it gives them the right to call out everyone that they think is doing the wrong thing or saying things that don't. I don't know, I just think cancel culture is so stupid, everyone just needs to chill. I know that, I don't know, I could, I don't know, I just think cancel culture is the stupidest thing ever. But speaking of cancel culture, and I did mention it in the, in the sketch, someone who has recently been cancelled is J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling has been cancelled on Twitter for her questionable uh, thoughts and comments, which I won't repeat here. Go look it up if you want to look into it. J.K. Rowling has been cancelled. We are no longer allowed to watch or enjoy Harry Potter. One mystery of the Harry Potter franchise that I'm surprised didn't result in J.K. Rowling being cancelled is one of the worst things that's ever happened in cinema history, and I don't know how this happened. This is an unresolved mystery that I think a lot of people know about, but I don't think it's ever been publicly exposed. I don't think this has ever been brought into a public forum of Harry Potter enjoying people. But you'll all know it. You'll all know what I'm about to reveal and what, how I'm about to cancel J.K. Rowling again for this monstrous act. Professor Flitwick. We all know him. We all love him. The small but charming charms professor at Hogwarts. In the first two Harry Potter films, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets, Professor Flitwick is a very old man, a very short, old, almost like elf elf-looking man. Wingardium Leviosa. Off you go then. And that's how he is presented and depicted in those films. However, and a lot of you will have clicked and know exactly where I'm going with this, from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and beyond, suddenly, with no warning, and this has irked me for years and years, Professor Flitwick, still played by the same actor, Warwick Davis, is now a short, stocky, but very young, considerably younger man than the original Professor Flitwick. We all know it. We all saw it. We all wondered why this happened. No one spoke up at the time. No one said anything. I want to know how JK Rowling got away 
with one of the biggest continuity errors in cinema history. How did Professor Flitwick from the Harry Potter franchise go from like a hundred year old dude to like a 50 year old dude? Oh, Mike, it was time travel. There's time travel in Harry. No, it wasn't. Don't give me that shit. I know it wasn't time travel. I know someone just said, hey, in this movie, Professor Flitwick's gonna be young. Deal with it. <laughs> I just like, pretty much no, there is no other character in the Harry Potter franchise that just had such a radical change in design. We're canceling JK Rowling on Twitter. We should have canceled her 10 years ago for this monstrosity. This was, this confused the shit out of me. I, I still remember being a young kid, like 14 years old and going in to see Prisoner of Azkaban at the cinemas and thinking, I'm sorry, what happened to Professor Flitwick? I just think this was one of the craziest things to ever happen in the history of cinema. For some reason, Professor Flitwick just became younger in the span of one movie. I want you guys to write in if you write in radiomikepod at gmail.com, write in if you remember being really confused about why Professor Flitwick was suddenly really young in Prisoner of Azkaban and beyond. Don't tell me it's, oh, the director's vision. No, it's not the fucking director's vision. Someone should have said, no, sorry, mate. We've already got Professor Flitwick. You can't just completely change his character. Granted, they changed Dumbledore, but that's because the actor of Dumbledore from the first two movies died. And I feel like that's the only time when you could get away with having the, the actor change. And frankly, it's the same actor playing Flitwick in the first two movies as the rest. They just totally changed the design. I don't know, guys. But I've been thinking about this a lot. I wanted to bring it to the public light. This seems to be the time to do that. Justice for Flitwick. Hashtag justice for Flitwick. That's what I want to see in my emails this week. That's what I want to see in my Instagram DMs this week. Justice for Flitwick. Why did he have to change? Thanks for listening to my TED talk on Harry Potter. <laughs> I just want to add as a side note though, aside from the Professor Flitwick thing, is like, I think one of my issues with like cancel culture, particularly in the JK Rowling thing, is like, if you think her comments are shit, which yeah, her comments are shit, right? But she's, she's an old lady. Like, how many old people do you know that have really progressive values? Like, whatever, JK Rowling. Like, I just want to say, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever given a fuck about JK Rowling's political opinion. Frankly, I don't care about what JK Rowling thinks. I actually do not care at all what her political views are, right? I, I, I know what my views are. I don't give a fuck what her views are. My thoughts are, like, why do we have to stop? Why are people trying to cancel Harry Potter? A franchise that, frankly, has done so much good in this world, right? Frankly, has done so much for so many people. We don't have to cancel Harry Potter because J.K. Rowling said something bad. Those are my honest thoughts. I really do not believe, like, like, I think even when I was reading Harry Potter, I could not give a fuck when those books were coming out. I don't care what she thinks. I care that she's written these, this book series that I like. Aside from, aside from Harry Potter, I do not care about anything to do with J.K. Rowling. Aside from Harry Potter, I, I could not care less. I genuinely, and, 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 and I think I've made that so clear by the fact that I've been, like, 
that I hate the direction she's taken the franchise. I hate the cursed child. I hate Fantastic Beasts and what what it's trying to be and how it's breaking the logic. All I care about is is Harry Potter. Don't care about her. Think she created a great thing. Do not think we have to cancel Harry Potter because we're canceling J.K. Rowling. Frankly, don't think J.K. Rowling has to be canceled for the rest of her life because she has said some views that a lot of people don't agree with. Don't think we have to keep cancelling people. End rant. Before we wrap up this week, we have been talking lots and lots uh, about a brand new segment that we're going to be launching in the future, which is the Pitch Your Own Segment segment. Essentially, my first ever segment that I ever did on radio on the Luke and Lewis show back in the day was called Mike's Likes. Uh, And I thought of it because I thought the rhyme was really good. My uh, successor, Keelan Brown, he started doing a segment called Keelan's Mealans. And uh, yeah, I just thought it would be great for one of the listeners of the show to get the chance to do their own rhyming segment on this show. Uh, I think that'd be absolutely great. So I asked you all to submit them. And first of all, thank you to everyone who submitted them. So many submissions have come in uh, via voicemail. So I think that's absolutely great. It is awesome to hear all your submissions because some of them are great. This week's one, uh, last week we had radio superstar Pat. He suggested that he do Pat's Snacks. I actually awarded him one strike for this uh, because Pat Snacks doesn't rhyme. You get five strikes in a calendar year. If you get all five of your strikes, you're actually banned from listening to the podcast forever. Now, it is very difficult to get five strikes, but Pat's on one of five. I'm sure he'll be fine. He then changed his idea to Pat's Fat, where he talks about the fat content in the food that he's eating in his diet really unique and uh that's at the end all of you are gonna have to vote on the on the topic that uh on on the segment that you want to see most this week's segment and we couldn't get him on the line to talk to him this week but uh we'll play his voice message comes from radio nick welcome to the radio family radio nick take 10 mic points for this mate on your way to radio superstardom i'll let nick do the talking about his segment and whether you'd be interested in hearing it so take it away nick Hey Radio Mike, it's Radio Nick here. I have a proposal for a new segment, and I think you might like this one, maybe. I could be wrong though. The segment is called Nick's Clicks, and within this segment I talk about things that I would have clicked on while browsing the web online. If it's a shit idea, then that's fine, I don't mind either way. But yeah, thanks Mike, have a good day. Awesome stuff there from Nick. Guys, if you want to hear Nick's Clicks on this show, you know what you gotta do. When the poll opens, when the voting lines open, you've got to vote for Nick's clicks. So there's a few more that we've got to do over the next few weeks before the person gets to make their segment debut. And uh, we will be speaking next week to one of the other people. Please don't think that it's too late to submit your thing. It is not too late. You can submit it still. Please submit it via voice, leave a voice message on it on 1-800-GET-FUCKED or attach it to an email. That is the best way for you to get in touch with the show. Uh, so please do that. Before we go, it's always great to see uh, new listeners discovering the show and uh, exploring the back catalogue of the show. There is a vast back catalogue of the show in 2019, which is quite different to the 2020 season, but it's still definitely worth a listen. 
One of the people who's done that is Radio Scooter. Welcome again to the Radio Family, Radio Scooter, uh, who has clearly been listening to the episode last year that aired on the 12th of December 2019, my 25th birthday. And I said in that podcast that if you were listening to this podcast, just send me a message saying happy 25th birthday. They're still coming in six months later. Radio Scott, hey man, happy 25th birthday. I replied, it's been a great one. Send me a message if you're listening to that episode. I want to be wished a happy 25th birthday for the rest of my life. Guys, that is about all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. Like I said, this podcast is generally the highlight of my week, so I always look forward and count down the time to being able to do it. Uh, send in anything, radiomikepod at gmail.com, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, 1-800-438-353. Join the Discord. There's a link in the description to the podcast. If that doesn't work, send me a DM on Instagram, radio.mike, or Twitter, it's Radio Mike. Join the Facebook group for the show, facebook.com slash group slash 20th Century Boy. Uh, just get in touch. There's no excuse to not get in touch, frankly. There is no excuse. It is so easy to get in touch. Do what Radio Scooter did. Do what all these other dudes are doing. Get in touch. Get some mic points. Become a radio superstar. Change your life. Change your world. Thank you for everyone for listening today. Go and check out my other podcast, The Popped Podcast, a pop culture podcast where we talk about all the pop culture we've consumed in the week that was. This week, we talked all about uh, the characters we would want to see in a Nickelodeon-themed kart racing game. So it's pretty wacky. Here's a clip from that. So I'm going to assume Tommy. Tommy Pickles is in the game. Oh, okay, so is it Angelica? <laughs> it's Angelica, yeah. And uh, I was going to say Krusty. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the classic characters from the Rugrats. Tommy, Angelica, Phil, Lil, and Krusty. Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Chucky. Chucky is not in the game. And what? I will tell you this much. You will never guess the last character. Like, okay, hang just, on. You'd it, never it, think this. Is it Dill? No, it's not Dill. Oh my god. It is not a human. Is it Reptar? It's Reptar. Oh. <laughs> Other than that, I hope you have an incredible week ahead. Support the show by leaving a re- review on iTunes, preferably five stars. You can do four. We do not accept reviews three or under, unfortunately. You will have to give them to another show. Please leave a review. Screenshot your review and send it to me. You get 100 mic points if you leave a five-star review. That'd be great. I know not many people leave reviews on iTunes, but it's so easy to do. So please just go ahead and do it if you can. That'd be great. It helps the show grow. Anyway, guys, I'm going to run out of breath because I haven't breathed in for a while. So I'm going to wrap up the podcast by saying my name has been Radio Mike and this is the inside of my mind. Goodbye, young Padawan. May the force be with you.